The Boring Podcast will not be heard tonight. Instead, you will be treated to a special presentation of A Jew in Mexico, starring our own Donna Donnie. He's a Jew in Mexico, the best looking guy you know. Let's get on with the show. He's Donna Donnie. Technical difficulties. All right, we're here. Sorry. I apparently didn't ed- I didn't edit that clip right to have it finish. I also, as you can tell, threw that together last second, so I couldn't I sync say, up the song. starting out good, and then it was five <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> well, uh, that was the problem, I because uh, I literally just exported it seconds before we started the show, and it has like an additional 30 seconds of just black nothingness at the end of it. You know, yeah, the same... Basically the same as every dream I have, uh, every and Rico's positive ambitions. Every positive ambition Rico has in life, just 30 seconds of blackness. <laughs> That's how he remembers everything. Yeah, Exactly. Oh, I got to fix my earbuds. Talk about yourselves. I got to take these out and put them back in. I didn't, up, Don? I didn't even go to Mexico. I, I was in... Um, no, I was in he was Mexico. at the airport for two weeks. He was like Tom yeah, Hanks. I got caught up at the... Uh, at the TSA desk. Customs were really long. <sighs> that's, that's part of no going way. to Mexico. You have to go through the whole immigration process. They have a speed uh, expedi. Remember you'd come back on a plane from Mexico. You'd have to fill out a form. And everybody on the plane's like, do you have a pen? Can I borrow a pen? Oh, yeah. There's only one fucking what pen on they- the whole plane. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. much money as these airlines charge us. <laughs> They can't I, afford a box of big pens. Yeah. Well, it's like, like the banks, man. You I ask the, you uh, to do that anymore. You ask At least the flight attendant for a pen, and they you act uh, they act like you ask them to like, pay your mortgage. <laughs> yeah, they'll sell you. You, get get a you could pay uh, five bucks to get the world's worst headphones, but if you ask them for a goddamn pen, <laughs> they look at you like you like you, and they'll get you drunk on the plane. Give you all sorts of Do good think, stuff. Uh, the you get a pen? No, for you. You know, when they land and they go to the bar, they're like, this fucking asshole asked me for a pen and didn't give it back. <laughs> and someone else was like, again with these fucking assholes who travel without pens. I do mean? ask for the pilot wings uh, all the time. <laughs> Oh, nice. Do they still? I'm surprised they didn't cut those yeah. in like a budgetary matter, you know? Like it I seems like a, the first thing they would cut. I got you still some. asked to uh, sit on the pilot's lap. No, they don't let me do that anymore. <laughs> oh. Once you exceed a certain limit. Uh, the one time it happened, it was kind of recent and awkward. The pilot, uh, turns out I wasn't even on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> because of the way you look. Guys, don't ask random guys you can sit on their lap and drive. They'll just say, yeah, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been down that road that reminds me i was walking down i was walking my dogs the other day down the street by my house and there's a sign on a telephone pole that just says teens wanted no experience necessary and i was like what been down that road before we'll figure out what you're good at later we just want to get yeah. some teens up in here and then we'll just figure yeah. out the job criteria yeah it, it was literally we'll like I, I I should send you I should send the picture of myself. Actually, I need to send several pictures to myself anyway. So let me do that right now. But I'll show you this poster. And then, as I said, I've had a, a brutal day, 
And I'm hoping that my wife comes through with this video, which will give you no end of joy because it just happened to me moments ago. But let me find this first. Anyway, Don, as I try to find these photos, tell us of your tales in Mexico. As we said, a very special episode, A Jew in Mexico. Um, Did they think that you were Mexican? Because you do look Mexican. Almost around every corner. And I'll tell you why. When you grow up in Southern California and you just have the pronunciation of Spanish words and you say, uh, you know, can I get a cerveza or a margarita? <laughs> and they go, habla espanol. And then you have to say, piquito. I grew up in Los Angeles. And they go, oh, okay. And then, and then they go, you are Los Hebrew? No, no, they don't know. Over there, I think everybody's so diverse. They don't care. It's just, they're just happy to see people. Money. Uh, money. <laughs> and also, American you know, dollars. You're from Mexico. You don't know who you're, you know, you might be Mexican. You might be Mayan. You might be, you know, Spanish. You know, everybody's If you ask, right if you ask around, somebody. If, if, oh, no, well, no, if, they're, they're, they're out there. You'll see them. The, the people whose hearts weren't cut out and heads weren't chopped off and rolled down giant temples, they're still around. But yeah, if you maybe. ask somebody, hey, are you a Mayan? Do they go, hey, gringo, why don't you Mayan your business? No. <laughs> Only if they are as clever as you. Uh, ah, yeah. You love it. You know you love it. I what didn't get from? a chance to go to the uh, Mexican stand-up comedian uh, bars, but I imagine some of them would be rocking that joke. That's That's too good. <laughs> well, next time you can tell them you can tell them the legend of Brian McWilliams, and they will appreciate it greatly. I guarantee uh, you. The legend of Mayan McWilliams. Oh, <laughs> look at this! This guy coming we through didn't in the know clutch. It was a Mayan pun day. There we go. Who would have known it? So, let me oddly enough, the- that's why. Okay, go ahead. I was say so many people died in, in the Mayan era because they hated puns. They were a pun hating people. They were they were unpun. Uh, unfun and unpun but we went to cancun and that's the part of mexico we went to and it was uh it's in the caribbean area so you have a lovely uh warm blue water uh white sands uh and then we did also go to visit the area where the mayans worshipped and built a temple and so you do learn a little bit about the culture at the same time so you get a, a, a full balance, you know, you're living on the resort, drinking, you know, before <laughs> noon. And then at the same time, you're also learning about the people that came before. And so I, I mean, you- I'm going to call shenanigans on this learning part. I, I don't really think you learn very much. I agree. I, I would imagine by the time you get to the learning, you've already been doing a lot like, of the drinking. Oh, they build a pyramid? <laughs> like what? Five, your top five facts you learned about the Mexicans. All right. So the I'd say number one fact, they played a game, uh, like a like a soccer style game. Where they I know this one. Full yeah, regalia. You already know this. Top five facts you didn't know already. Yeah, we already we already know they played a game. Didn't they play the game with the human head kicking and they it went through the, the stone loops? Yeah. So no, they actually would use a rubber ball so they would take a rubber tree they tell you now they would create yeah exactly whitewashing history. history now washing history Stanford, not on this podcast Check this out. <laughs> let's say you uh you played against you know your team played against the another city's team and your team won they're all called the fighting mayans very confusing league 
<laughs> fighting Brian's, the fighting Brian. Except, Brian's except the one, except the one team team that ended up winning it all, the Conquistadors. That's who I was rooting for. <laughs> they did. They 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 used uh, the weapons of mass destruction on them. But if you were part of the winning team, then you would then have to sacrifice either yourself, whether it was uh, giving some of your what? blood. Yes, that was a thing. Oh, okay. So you just, you could just give blood though. You would you'd have to kill yourself. If you won, you'd be and you'd be honored to do so. Here's another I thing: think I, I would throw the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're running. It's like when the, the running back's running towards the end zone and then takes the knee to run the clock out. You're like, oops, <laughs> don't know what happened there. <laughs> uh, weird. It's our 17th loss in a row. It happens. Uh, yeah, it's you're. Like you're the you're guys are trying to win. Oh, the <laughs> people on the stand are like. What I gathered, you didn't want to live back then. Like dying was. Uh, was an honorable yeah, thing. It was horrible. Yeah. You, they Living in Mexico in before and, air conditioning and sewage and aquafina. And <laughs> no one yeah. no one wanted to live. It's like when I drove the wrong way going to Rosarito on the freeway, took a wrong turn, ended up in a uh, a weird town full of what I called homeless holes. Just that's, that's a bunch of holes me. dug in the side of the road where people lived. And that's wow. that was it. Yeah. That's a better Mexico story than mine. <laughs> well, you're not going to the places where the history really lives. The history comes alive in homeless holes. Not a lot of evolution there, but the gopher people, uh, I believe they call them the Morlocks or the Mexican Morlocks, <laughs> make a mean gopher salad. Right, but then well, they welcome okay, you we into, got- their, into their Mexican holes and let you live among them for the week. I'm, the problem is I'm so tall. They're like, come in, come in. And I put mm-hmm. one foot in. I'm like, I'm in the bedroom. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Legend has it of a bald white that will come and save us. <laughs> <laughs> the al- they call him the Alabaster Prince. Yeah. All right. What else? What other facts did you learn other than uh, this well, we, clearly uh, so fake they, game? They make a ball out of the tree, and then they use a high style apparatus to huck it through the, the big holes that you've seen and know. Uh, then if you win, you get sacrificed. According to... Uh, lure, they would sacrifice like 10,000 to 50,000 people a year. Jesus like that's Christ. how many people they would just be often. Do you, have to, do you get killed not. if it's just a pickup game? They're like, anybody <laughs> want to just go <laughs> throw it around? You're like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> they would, and then I saw areas with like stone little platforms next to where, so they do all these, uh, sacrifices in low areas so everybody could see and then they would remove your innards and then they'd put your entrails on a little platform of stone and that's where it kind of gets sacrificed to the gods um uplifting i learned that uh do they do any like reenacting uh you know like you know in hawaii like my wife just booked a trip to hawaii we've never been on a real family vacation so we're going on one she booked the luau right where they it's like oh look this is our traditions do they do that anywhere where they're like all right we got this guy we're gonna cut his guts open we're gonna play this game Mm -hmm. and then those guys are gonna kill themselves and then tacos our tour guide told us that there is a place (laughs) where they do reenact the game uh, and the guys do wear the full-on clothes that they did in the old days, but I didn't see it. You know, you, you get to go and be like, "Kill him!" Yeah, right. Him. They pro- it's probably like so. Imagine medieval times that your Europeans like 
And so this is medieval times, but it's like the Mexican Mayan style. That would be awesome, actually. I, yeah. We should build a Mexican Mayan. It should be called Mayan Times. We should build it right here in L.A. We've got, you know, Hawthorne cheap space. And the good news is you hardly have to pay the people because one team's dead at the end of it. So you don't pay them. And it's usually the winners. And so they had a higher. Right. The anyway, best teams. Pay a bunch of losers. I'll be. I'll uh, they, get on. They would the, use the, the uh, obsidian carved into a knife to take the heads off. That's kind of cool. That seems like it would take a while. Yeah. So that's what I was imagining, right? So you got like this arrowhead style knife, and you're going to use that to take off a head, and you're just going to watch it. And people cheered it on, and they enjoyed it. I just imagine like Mexican Larry David just getting his head slowly sawed <laughs> off, and he's just kind of like. With maracas, Rika, we can we cannot see you at all now. It's okay, hey, you don't need. Yeah, to you're you cutting against like. the, the the light in there is so dim. Why don't you just put brighter fucking lights on your porch well, or something? Well, because the light is on that wall behind or in front of me. That's what you want. You want the light. Just put brighter lights out there, and that way you'll well, be only lit. one light. I can see two lights shining. Oh, there, there's it, something behind. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, well, you, is that? Okay, it's here. That's it's the like rape a, shed? The yard behind me. I don't know. You want me to go knock on their door and say, hey, can you turn the lights up for uh, a, my podcast? A little bit. I'm kind of yeah, curious to see. For, that'd be good for the show. That'd be like, a good adventure. <laughs> like, oh, oh you're my a God. The boring show. I can't believe this. Okay, so let me break in here. I just, had, I just got terrible news. Nothing's going right for me today. Mm. So I... Went to Costco. I got a giant handle of delicious whiskey, bullet yeah. whiskey, which is very nice whiskey. And yeah. then ended up coming home, carrying, I put it in a box, as you do, right? You put it in a box. You like a, a box from like toilet paper, usually. Right. Yeah. Like whatever. It's like a big old box. <laughs> big old box. Yes, that's got the shit in it, and you want because you don't want to go back and forth with your car fifteen times. It's very annoying. So I get the box, and I'm like, "Oh, this! Look at this big, sturdy ass box!" And I'm very proud of it. It's a huge box. I'm like, God, I scored with this box. There's nobody else had boxes. Turns out I'm the asshole because I. What I didn't know is apparently this box is booby trapped because I am walking into my house, and what happens? But I get. This. Ooh, busted box bottom. The bottom of the box, as I'm walking to my car, I see it start to happen. Now you can see I've got watermelons in the box. I've got a bottle of vodka back there, you can see. But you'll notice the shattered glass all over my front porch. Oh, and, no. And the liquid. And the liquid, which is obviously, whoops, I just bashed my this, straight whiskey. So, so I, number one, you I, that Costco well, box. Yeah. <laughs> And I saw it happening. I saw the fucking box start to give. So I'm like, okay, it's going to go in the middle. I put my leg under it. Like I'm on one leg, my knees propping up the box underneath yeah. me. And I'm like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to save this. All I have to do is get it down low to the ground. No. Boom. Everything falls out. Fucking whiskey bottle shatters all over the guy. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, go down to the ground. No. Vodka bottle stayed solid. That's why I have my martini. I like whiskey that. shatters every fucking place. Now, the irony, of course, dropped the whiskey, shatters, could have used a whiskey shot in that moment. Mm. Fucked up shit creek. My house now reeks of whiskey. My front porch reeks of whiskey. My front lawn, because I had to scrape it down, reeks of whiskey. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if some homeless guy just decided to come up and start licking my porch. Or I'm just going to walk like, you know how cats sleep near a heat source? I'm going to walk outside and there's going to be 10 homeless people just sleeping around my house because it stinks of whiskey. Yeah, they're going to say, hey, a distillery is opening up here. We will, we'll, we'll chew on the mash that they throw away. Yeah, it's, it's so depressing. <laughs> your so depressing. Or your uh, watermelon survived, too. I, I mean, I tactically got down very quickly to try to save it. That's the thing that drives me so fucking nuts about it. I got down so quick. Here's another shot of it. The whiskey bottle was just. Look at that. It's just Look at that. It's right here so, to take all the impact. Why was everything in a box? Because we, you go to Costco oh, and you get all this thing. You well, can't, they, you they can't have they, bags. Every, no, every Costco. They don't. No, they don't have bags at Costco in general. You put this giant shit in these big boxes they have left over, and you carry it from your car to your house. Although as you're walking back, because everything's huge, so you can only, you can't carry much. So you have to make eight trips carrying like different bags and boxes of shit. So you put it in a big box and you carry it in your house. And I've been proper fucked. And then to yeah. hear the worst part, I have a ring camera, which is positioned directly where I would have dropped the shit, where I would have cursed at it, where I then ran off my porch. I, I dropped the shit fell out of the box. <laughs> I yelled, fucking motherfucker. I threw the box onto my lawn, stood there shaking my head angrily, then went over. And because it was the box's fault, I went over and then proceeded to wind up and kick the shit out of the box into the street and it exploded everywhere. All of which would have been on video, except that my wife didn't pay our ring bill. So we don't have access to the video, <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing. You had to pay a ring bill. I'm, not, I'm proud of your wife for not paying that ring bill because screw ring. There you go, Chelsea. I just, I just told you why. That's why we don't have a video. I texted her. I was like, because I just charged the ring, too. She's like, oh, we need to charge this. I was like, okay, I'll charge it up. And then I charge it for what? For you not to pay the fucking bill? What, are we, what am I charging the ring for? So it point, does nothing unless you pay the bill. Work. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I so, know about that. I would have had hilarious. I would have had so uh, fucking hilarious video of all of the shattering, the kicking, the screaming, all that would have happened. And now I've got nothing. Terrible. We, we well, let's do a reenactment. Uh, I'm sure it'll be easy for you to recreate that. Kick, anger. My, kick my dog. I don't want to drop another bottle of whiskey. Well, well maybe it'll just be some brown mouthwash or something. That looks like <laughs> I can glue the bottle of, of bourbon together, like in the, the scene in uh, A Christmas Story, where the dad is is gluing together the leg lamp, and I'll turn to my wife after after you know trying to put the bottle together. Used up all the glue on purpose. And then she'll <laughs> laugh at me as I try to fill it with molasses water. No, I get it. Terrible. Well, that's I wish I would down. see someone have a, a spaz out like that when I'm walking through my neighborhood. I can only imagine like someone's walking their dog by your house at that exact moment. And here she's screaming and beating <laughs> up a box. <laughs> well, Rico, you, do you forget already that in your neighborhood? Well, I, Yes. Yeah, so just in case Don doesn't know, it, we were hammered at Rico's house, and I made a bet that I could dunk a basketball at age 40, and it was a $100 bet, and I tried, yeah, we're hammered, shit-faced, and I tried a couple times, I'm like half trying, then I'm like, all right, let's go! So I charge, spring up, dunk it, slam it down, make the fucking dunk, and I'm so amped, I'm like, yeah! So I run, after dunking, run to the end of the driveway, and I'm like, 
fuck your mother. And as it happens, two old ladies are walking the dogs at that moment past the house. Just like your uh, Chloe story. Your Chloe no. Yeah. <laughs> the timing. The timing of it. You just gotta learn to control your 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 happy emotions. And you know what? You're just a big ball of emotions. I know. Happy I'm just yourself. a big ball, big bald ball of emotions. You just let it out. And then you're spiking whiskeys on your porch. You just got to calm down. <laughs> so depressing. It's funny. My one neighbor was walking with his kid by and I was like, shake mad. I'm like, just my bottle of whiskey just shattered. He's like, I know it most delicious over here. Like, yeah. Does. You should sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle some bitters on there and maybe make like nice. Um, yeah. Right. Manhattan. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just start pouring you know, cherry juice on it and start licking yeah. it. Little orange, little cherry so juice. Did you like hose it down or is your house going to go up in flames later when someone no, throws I, a, a cigarette on it. your porch? I hosed it down, but it's still like reeks. I mean, it's a, you're, it's a full, full liter of whiskey that's just out there that's everywhere I mean, on the porch. So you I should be, it. <laughs> you should tweet that picture at Costco, right? Like this is what your box yeah. does to people. Yeah. And also your also your house is a drunk, which is great that your house is absorbing alcohol much like you. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, I don't need to I don't need to have two I don't need to have warfare on two fronts, Rico. I'm still warring with Hyundai, which is funny because CBS News came to my house and did an interview with me to nice. do to do a, a you know investigative report like Hyundai's fucking people and they fucked oh, this hold guy. On a hold on. CBS two joined Brian McWilliams, a man whose house smells of whiskey. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> it would have been hilarious. So they came, they came, like they came tonight, and they're like, "Whoa!" They're like, "Jeez, don't take are, you sh- are you sure your car just stopped like, working you know, on my, its own, Alki?" My wife, Alky? My wife has spiraled ever since Hyundai. This <laughs> <laughs> is all because of Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> I went from a you know, Sunday school teacher to a raging uh, alcoholic because yeah. my wife is in despair. I, ever since Hyundai, I, that's not. I didn't even spill whiskey on the porch. I drink so much whiskey, I just pee on the porch, so my wife doesn't find out. That's mm-hmm. what that smell is. That's right. So anyway, that porch. The story's supposed to come out Tuesday. Now it's delayed. They're, they're like, "Oh, I'm trying to find an expert to interview," and I'm like, "You talk to the expert. I'm the expert." An expert. <laughs> Run the <this> story. <laughs> an expert on Hyundai. <laughs> Well, just to confirm, I won't bore people with the story that the car fucking died, you know, for bullshit. And they still haven't told me what's wrong with it. Hyundai still hasn't told me what's wrong with it. I've called them. I've emailed them. Like, I'm like, okay, it's a war. It's a non-warrantable defect. That's my fault, apparently. What's the defect? What 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 was the problem with the engine? Yeah, won't tell I- me. Won't, won't tell me. Don't tell me what's wrong with the engine. Uh... The problem with the engine was your fault. That's what they said. They said it was my extreme negligence even though i had i literally have paperwork look it's right here i literally have paperwork i just got the car serviced at their dealership if the car had sixty four thousand miles on it i just got it serviced for sixty thousand mile servicing at their dealership four thousand miles earlier what what extreme negligence could i have done in the interim to this car they're like sir we found a lot of cum in the exhaust pipe uh (laughs) I'd be like, well, well, that's not negligence. Okay. If anything, that's extra love I've given to the car. You cannot but fuck the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking horseshit. Extreme. Yeah, and yes, I will. I will definitely share. We, you know what? We'll probably play when the interview comes out. We'll play it and make fun of it on this show. I can't wait to see what your uh, byline is going to be like, Brian McWilliams. Is it going to be 
um, extremely like PR negative. <laughs> extravaganza podcaster, right wing lunatic rages drunk. against Hyundai. Yeah. I'm sure New York Nazi smells like whiskey. <laughs> Negligent father of two whose house reeks of whiskey has issue with Hyundai. Yeah. Probably best he doesn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. I got a new car. They got a picture of me driving my new my new Subaru. Oh, look at you and your, your Subaru. Lesbian mobile. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want to work? I will say I, I got a yeast infection. The is second I bought it. Cool uh, all-wheel drive uh, driftmobile. All-wheel drive. I, I'm Tokyo drifting. It's got orange leather interior. Pretty sweet. Pretty is sweet. it an Outback? I was like, was it, did a Japanese own this before me? I believe it's a soft J. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Subaru is a Japanese company. Oh, it is for sure. Yeah. Did you? Okay, so Don, anything else from Mexico? Otherwise, I have a couple more things. To... Well, I only have one other thing from Mexico, but it's it's a story um, about human trafficking. It's about human trafficking. Oh, did you stuff your wife with drugs? Did you smuggle back in? I was able to bring back four. Ah, we beat the over. The over was three and a half. I think you get the first four free, honestly. Let me tell you about So I'm in Mexico, (laughs) and then... uh, I'm in the resort and they put out like a little shopping bazaar and I see something I want to buy and it's a mask. It's a really cool handmade mask from wood. And I go, I'm going to get that. And so I buy it. And in hindsight, it was big. It was a pain in the butt to get through security. How big, how big was the mask? It is like maybe three feet tall. Why did you not bring it? up here with you knowing you were talking about your trip to Mexico. Why would you not have it right here for us to look at in front of you? Do they confiscate it? Is that part of the story? Well, let me finish. <laughs> so they go, you can't take this master security. And we say, why? And they go, it's too big. And they go, you got to check it. Oh. And then we go, all right, fine. I go back downstairs and we wait in the line again. And the airlines dude, the same guy that gave us the boarding passes Go, we're like, hey, what's up again? He goes, oh, hi. I go, we need to check this mask because they won't let me take it through security. And he goes, that's bull crap. He goes, they should let you take it through. Let's go right now. And so he ends up taking us back up through security. We get the girl that said we have to go back and check it out. Uh, check it. He talks to her for about five minutes. She starts saying that you should have recorded oh, that conversation. It could be used as a weapon, this and that. <laughs> and so he goes, "Well, what is it? Is it People bring guitars on planes. They never watched WWF. How big something is? Like you're supposed to just let it through. And so then they bring another guy. Long story short, they the mask us, expert, the TSA's mask expert. They let us through. We get it, carrying it. I get it through Charlotte. I get it through." <laughs> back here but that's not the uh end of the story he left it on the roof then, of the car when he was packing it up for the airport <laughs> massive uses weapons. <laughs> well i have the mask here in the states but then some weird stuff happens the other day see uh, i don't think we'll be able to see a video. i could kind of see it 
Yeah, it's it's not showing up well. Just say, text or email me the picture, and I'll share it. Can you hear that? Is the mask cursed? Is it full of bugs? Yeah. Is there a mouse in it? This is the sound that it started to make. That's me tapping it. What the fuck? Is it haunted? I don't know. Is it is it a spy apparatus? Is it like uh, someone is hoping you put it in your bedroom so they can jerk it, watching you and your wife get it on? I don't think so. This is a video. Why, why, why is it not in front of us then? I have, it. I have it here. I have it here. He's scared of it. It's clear. Why is oh, it? I would have buried it. I, is this going to be a long this con? Is, Don's going to fucking pull up his dick fire. right now and be like, here it is. Oh. <laughs> it was a nightmare getting it back into this country. I get it here. It's clicking. I don't even know what the fuck is going on with this thing. Right? It's a good right click. Here. I'll tell you, it's full of bugs. Oh, that thing's pretty fucking rad. I know. All right, all right, make it make it click. Make it make it make noise. I can't make it click. So here's what I discovered. I think what happened is I think there was some kind of bug in it because I found this little like a uh, hole on the side. Like oh, uh, that's a big hole. Yeah. You may now Don's gonna be responsible for the new infestation yeah. of some sort of dancing fucking termite that's going to destroy every single house in his region. Now I, I put a, a combination of vinegar and lemon juice, which is supposed to kill bugs. And I started pouring it into the mask and it hasn't made any noise. <laughs> Did it cry like the Virgin Mary? Was it a miracle? No. Before that I was stabbing a wire into it. So I don't know. I don't know if that Good was solution. bug making the noise. Or it was wood making the noise. It's it's really a shame you didn't have that mask like two years ago, and you could have worn it to like the grocery store when the mask mandates were still in place. And just I, I can't believe no one did that. Just wear like absurd masks to <laughs> to flaunt society. Uh, you know, too bad. Yeah. All we need. Well, I'll, I'll be ready for the next pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> I Can got my mask. Me? The the dumb acid tree that will be taking place during the next pandemic. If uh, if people thought, oh, just put like uh, a bandana in front of your face, uh, and we'll be fine. We'll but, get out of this. <laughs> by the way, is, is, are you guys sounding digitized to each other, or is it just me hearing that? No, oh, it's the mask. It might be the mask, the haunted mask. mask. No, seriously though, it's like it's coming. Like, it, the audio is all fucked for me right now. I don't know why. I don't know. That's Actually, I, I I don't hear it. God damn it. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, I'll just deal with it. It's probably nothing. It's probably just on my end. Um, yeah, that's fucking creepy, man. It is. I know. Are you gonna, what I, are you going to do with it? Are you going to hang it up? Well, I'm hoping that whatever was living in it is dead. Um, or I kind of want to just like sell it. <laughs> <laughs> or put it outside. See what happens. Dude, uh, well, there was there were these bugs in Mexico. Actually, we, we flew into Cancun. Then we were at this place like Rusty's Surf Ranch, and they had these. All right, so Chelsea said you both did sound like you're fucking robots. I, that's what I thought to me, too. But now you sound fine that I plugged my earphones back in. Anyway, maybe it was some weird thing with StreamYard. So we flew into this place called Rusty's Surf Ranch, and there was one bedroom where all night long, these black beetles would fall from the ceiling into your bed and bite you. That's fine. That sounds pleasant. You yeah, it's great. That room? 
Yeah, it was all expense. Well, we didn't, my, or Sandy's dad did. It was an all expenses paid place. And we're like, <laughs> this is what you guys should probably do a little bit of checking for the, you know, the cannibalistic beetles that fall from your fucking rooftop all the time. See, I was they're like fat me. straw roofs. Oh, oh, Dude, disgusting. Audio is so fucked right now. So you couldn't even see them coming. They just live in the roof and then they just fall on you. Yeah, it was like it was like uh, dive bombers just yeah. coming at you. Kamikazes. He hates you. <laughs> My the Beatles and the Mummy. The Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Like All right, your flesh from the inside. All right, next topic. My my earphones are so fucking. I don't know what's wrong with them. Um. All right, I had to bring this up since you guys are both big fans of wrestling. But I don't know if you saw this MMA bout, but somebody actually used the Boston Crab in an actual MMA match. Watch this. Hold on, let me turn the volume. <laughs> really looks uncomfortable. Oh, Boston Crab! No! Look at him go! Boston oh, Crab! The guy who did it sticks his Never fucking tongue out and gave two thumbs up while he got the guy in the Boston Crab. Really not looking, guy. Uh, not looking <laughs> at him. No, he really looks uncomfortable. This must be oh, the worst crab. MMA fighter no. ever. That he Boston Crab! Boston Crab! I think uh, I think Chris Benoit used to do that move. Uh, he did the crippler crossface. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how, I, but seriously, how bad? Like I said, how bad at MMA do you have to be where you're lying there? Just who you know? At least if you're gonna lie down, get your legs underneath you. What do you think? Yeah. You're just lying there like, like he's like watching TV. He's like, I hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> he's yeah, like the I mean, fucking so kid in the never ending story. It's really hard to get put in that move. Right? Like, like you have to patiently pick both legs up. Like not the other person can't struggle at all. They can't try to shift their body weight. <laughs> that guy just can't. He's like, I have no, I have no counter for this. I, I don't know. <laughs> My, my MMA instructor never taught me this scenario. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, that must be the guy's coach. He goes, nobody ever taught me the Boston Crab. It's like the crane in Karate Kid. Yeah. I beat you with the basic thing that you weren't defending. <laughs> Who would have ever thought? That, 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 yeah. Let's talk with that for a minute. <laughs> that move in Karate Kid working pisses, still to this day pisses me off. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. But this he kid, okay, on he, a stump. But I, I, well, he's pretty good. Well, you know, Daniel Sun, you should have practiced against uh, number one. There's no way he could have pulled it off, not practicing against a physical human being. But also, you stand there on one leg. The guy goes up and just what? He just he's like, oh, he's doing something weird. I should run directly at him instead of. How about this idea? Remember when uh, he, you know, like Johnny swept the leg of the guy, and uh, that was a big deal. Hey, he's standing on one fucking leg. He's already got a hurt leg. Maybe sweep that leg you're standing on. How about that idea? Instead of running straight at his fucking foot and get kicked uh, in the face, just, just throwing kids. it. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. That's that's the moral of the story. Kids are stupid. It, well, it, well, you the sensei beat him once, and then he just walked into his fucking foot. That's, the that's, evil sensei <laughs> should have been like, "Okay, sweep the leg again." Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you tell him? One more time. One more time with the with the leg sweeping. Take out the good leg now. Leg sweep. Yeah. Fucking stupid. All right, last thing. Yeah, I agree. Daniel was a fucking bitch. 
Um, last thing, guys. The I don't know. That movie though is Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, rest in peace. That he, what an awesome alcoholic kung fu teacher or oh, karate yeah. teacher. Just watching his methods is all I care about when I see that movie. It's ah, you're like, oh, why couldn't he be my? The, my the best movie. part, best part was when he was hammered, singing to himself, masturbating over the picture of his dead wife. That oh, was number wow. one. Wow. He was like, wax on, wax off. I miss you deeply. I go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Good time. Um, all right, last thing. We'll finish on this. We don't usually talk too much politics, but this is too funny not to bring up. So California, which I live in and which we have all lived in at one point, you two are now left. So <laughs> Chelsea, no one tell Ralph Macchio how Brian McWilliams feels just lost the Ralph Macchio fan base. By the way, Ralph Macchio, the most famous person who's ever retweeted me, by the way. I've told the story before. But in the early days of Twitter, <laughs> they told me to follow Ralph Macchio, and I tweeted at Ralph Macchio. I said, they want me to follow Ralph Macchio. Who the fuck am I, Hillary Swank? And he retweeted that because it is hilarious. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. Pretty fucking funny. <laughs> he probably hates her. <laughs> I'm sure. I hate her because she's ugly. So in California, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, the biggest douchebag that's ever lived, he commissioned a, uh, I don't know, a task force to decide how much money black people in California should be paid for reparations. Now, remember, California has never had slavery, ever, ever. Wasn't even a thing by the time California came about. Never had slavery. But yet, reparations task force was decided that every black person should get paid somewhere between Eight hundred thousand and one point two million dollars per black person. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. But the funniest thing is that after doing the study, which was well publicized and obviously caused a lot of discussion, they came back to him and said, "Well, here's what we recommend." And uh, just today, he went, "Nah, you know <laughs> what? This isn't about money." <laughs> I saw that. He's like, we're doing a lot of good stuff. It's not about money. It's about money. It's about uh, what? 800 to 1.2 million. Oh, <laughs> so funny, man. He got him all riled up. He got him all riled up. They're like, yeah. And then he's like, ah. Hey guys, don't be so, don't be so money. Playoffs? For... Was it even, was there an election or any well, kind he, of Well, he was, during, I, there was a recall and I think he flow. he probably floated this or like put it in play during a recall election so that they would, you know, he would get votes from that. But right. I just think it's so fucking funny, man. You'll see it like in other situations in life. I'm like, you know, like I, it might, Hey, I tell my family, like, Hey, everybody get to a family meeting. We never got on a family vacation guys. I've commissioned a task force to find out the best, most fun family vacation that we could ever have. And then I come to them like, guess what they said? Hawaii. Then Disney World. Then we go fly over a volcano. Then we go on a 10-day Disney cruise. What do you guys think? And they're like, yeah, dad! And I'm like, all right, this isn't about money, guys. We're going to sit and go to Chuck E. Cheese and have a little pizza. <laughs> Turns out it's going to be $100,000 for this vacation. Yeah. Fucking. I would love to be on one of those uh, commission task forces. Just to ask like the most obvious questions and uh, see how they answer. 
Yeah. Because, you know, you're like, okay, every black person in the state gets a million dollars, huh? And how many black people in the state are there? And uh, <laughs> where's this money coming from? Mm. It doesn't matter. That's the, there's no repercussions. You yeah. literally just like, man, eh, whatever. Eh, there we can, no there's no repercussions here for whatever you suggest. It doesn't matter. No they, they can the say yes or no. And just figured it out. That, uh, not <laughs> but I guess you get credit for, you know, saying, hey, you should get stuff. Well, that that's exactly they're saying it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Just to gin up votes. But I'm also wondering, like, I'd love to read the actual report if I can. I wonder if I could download it. I'd love to know how I was reading um, how they came about that figure. It was like an article on, on yeah. Zero Hedge or something where they were making up. They're like, OK, this there's like forty thousand dollars a year since 1949 <laughs> for housing discrimination. And then. Like seventeen thousand a year, more than what it would cost yeah. to have an apartment a year. I in discrimination. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like uh, there was yeah, one none of their numbers like, add up. Even when they give out the free yeah. money for housing, it's not even close to what it costs to rent an apartment in some of the places. Well, that's yeah. because of housing discrimination. Uh, and yeah. then there's job discrimination. So that's like seventeen thousand dollars a year times sixty years, and I, I don't know. It's just well. Also, all right. Can you imagine? How the it, the worst thing that could happen to any community, any ethnic group, any group of people, I'm not just saying black people, I'm saying anybody, hey, rednecks in the South. If you were like, all right, all you dummies get $1.2 million, what do you think is going to happen? They're going to buy more cars and alcohol. Everybody's going to quit the job. Going to go go out and buy the dumbest fucking shit possible yeah. be hammered all the time i guarantee half of them get arrested night one like it's gonna be the fucking stupidest shit you've ever seen if they do that they should televise it <laughs> i think we yeah, should right. write a movie about it it would be hilarious but then eventually they're gonna need to go back to work because you know a million dollars even though it's a lot of cash uh, if you don't just save it i mean you'll spend it within a few years and then you'll say oh how many racist tropes could we think of for a movie where every black person gets a million dollars it's the it's like the opposite of the purge i'm thinking uh, instead of anybody hiding in the house it's just like all right we we just gave a million dollars to all the black people and then it's just like wow it's like soul playing in the streets there's an entire city with only barbershops. <laughs> everybody opens everybody opens their own barbecue or soul restaurant. I would like that idea. Barbershops are way too fucking expensive. It's like 40 <laughs> bucks for a fucking haircut. Yeah, that's true. You're like, why are you flying to LA? Like, uh, I want to get my hair cut. It's why like is the haircut so expensive? <laughs> I don't have that There's much no fancy. It's like a machine. They already own the machine. They shear me <laughs> like a sheep on the sides, and then they just scissor the top, and they're like, give me $60. Free market's right. <laughs> we yeah, have, we, we, it would literally be yeah, like... We need, more, we need more barbershops. <laughs> where, are you, where are you going this weekend? Detroit for a haircut. Yeah. Then, uh, then I'm going over to uh, Nashville for some barbecue. How are you getting there? Well, there's this black airline that a bunch of people chipped in on. I'm going to fly on that one. It's going to be easy. You can bring a mask. You can bring a mask of any size. They don't care. Let me tell you. I I learned my lesson. when I thought I'd buy the biggest souvenir that I could find. 
and I got it home and then started making noise. So <laughs> that sounds like bringing home a, that sounds like you kidnapped a Mexican bride. So anyway, I got her home, started making noises. That was annoying. Yeah. Um, I, I actually wanted to ask you a follow-up question about your airport experience. How oh, yeah. early were you at the airport that you could check in, go to security, go back to the gates, go back to security, have like all these conversations with people? I would have missed my flight by like two hours. Yes, if I had to do all that's this a good stuff. question. Uh, we had like I think um, a ten a.m. boarding, and we were at the airport at like seven. And so we got there pretty oh, early. So we gave ourselves extra time. And that was you- kind of one of the nice things is that we were just sitting there kind of waiting. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ditch this thing. I'm done with this mask. <laughs> that would have been that. How great would that have gone over? There's just a random unattended mask. Well, again, it's Mexico. They're probably like <laughs> the whole pit of them. What did we the mask pit? What did we the others? <laughs> <laughs> they got a whole like pole at the airport with a bunch of masks. <laughs> Take a mask before you go. <laughs> yeah, they just give away to do people getting there. <laughs> it is, but it's a cool mask. I like it. We get it here. I think I need to like uh, fumigate it, but we'll be good. Yeah. Well, keep us posted on the mask and what happens to your house because so far, yeah, I feel I mean, it's not going to be great. I don't know. Could be a curse. Let's hope. All right. Anything else, gentlemen? Otherwise, we'll wrap it up. Nothing for myself. No. No? All right, Don, you take us out. Uh, Mexican, boring bing bong, please. Oh, boring bing bong. Arriba. (laughs) That was terrible. (laughs) Ah!